This program contains explicit content and subject matter which may be unsuitable for some listeners. Discretion is advised. You've got questions. We've got all the answers when it comes to sex and more. This is the A to Z of sex with Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. Every week, we pick a series of topics that you've been wanting to know about. It's an encyclopedia of sex, intimacy, relationships, and so much more than that. Let's get things started. Now, here's your host, Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the A to Z of sex with me, Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. I'm a psychologist and a sex and intimacy coach, and I've spent the last 30 plus years helping people to create and maintain relationships containing sizzling sex without shame. We are working our way through the erotic alphabet one letter at a time. And today the letter is T, and T is for travel and toys and tourism. So I'm going to cover... Traveling with sex toys, which is an area that lots of people always ask me about. Um, And we're also going to talk a bit about sex tourism. I'm going to be joined in a little bit by my husband, Terrence Scott, uh, for the company and some questions. And I'm sure he has as many stories as I do about dealing with TSA in the U.S. when you're traveling with interesting things. So let's get started. I've just um, buzzed him in. And um, hey, TJ, welcome to the show. Hello. Okay, so um, I'm going to start out. Let's talk a little bit about traveling with toys. Um, So for those of you who have thought about it and aren't sure if you should ever travel with sex toys... Um, it's always a tricky business. Certainly in most countries, Western countries, sorry, I should say that really clearly, um, traveling with sex toys is legal. There's no reason, for example, that you shouldn't put a sex toy in your suitcase to send it through or even in many places in your carry-on. However, Saying it's legal does not say that it is without problems. So first of all, one of the most common reasons for suitcases to get searched when somebody's traveling with sex toys is the vibrator that they packed in the sex toy turns on. So the baggage handlers hear it buzzing and then it gets turned over to security and then it gets searched. I don't think I ever, ever, even when I make sure that nothing could turn on, I don't think I ever go through a trip these days without having a card in my suitcase telling me that TSA searched it. You know, I've complained about that, right? Oh, God, yes. Um, They hear a buzz and by God, it could be a bomb. It could be anything. We got to go look. Yeah, and I also think there's certainly um, an attitude around sex toys that comes up. Um, There have been um, what uh, there have been some really um, rather large lawsuits that have occurred as a result of the way that airline staff dealt with the things that they found in a suitcase. So there was um, one large case against Delta Airlines because the staff somebody's vibrator went off in their suitcase. And so they brought the suitcase out to the tarmac and went through the suitcase with the woman out on the tarmac and in front of all the passengers were holding up the vibrators and making fun of her Um, and saying things like what your man can't satisfy you and stuff like that. And so there was a a, quite a big lawsuit that resulted as a result of that. Um, They have no right to ask tons and tons of questions about your sex life just because you are carrying a sex toy. Another place where this tends to become a really big issue is um, when people are carrying strap-ons and um, also when um, trans men have packers. Um, And frequently TSA agents will be completely inappropriate and ask lots and lots of questions about what this is when they, I mean, they can see what it is 
and they have no right to ask anything further just because they're curious. That's harassment, and it's harassment the same as it would be anywhere else if somebody asked you for the details of your sex life. But the best way to combat that is to be not, com- not, not aggressive or combative, but very confident. Just answer them and answer them in detail because you'll embarrass them. Yeah. If, if, they, if they ask you what it is, tell them. Look them straight in the eye and go, this is a... Yeah. It's really important to make sure that any sex toy that you pack is not going to, um, it doesn't look like a weapon. You should know, but let's be clear. In carry-on bags, there are lots of items that you wouldn't be able to carry. So you could put handcuffs in checked luggage, um, but Although it's not illegal to put the handcuffs in your carry-on bag, it's probably going to get you more questions than maybe you'll want. Um, Paddles, things like that, should always go in a suitcase. If you're taking floggers, they should always go in a suitcase. Carrying them on can be a problem if if they're seen as potentially a weapon. You won't be able to keep them. They'll confiscate them. Basically, ropes, tape, duct tape, gags, Things that look like you might be doing something that isn't consensual, just send it through. Don't don't walk in with that because they will have a field day with you. The other thing is to definitely put through your things in a dedicated bag. Give them their own Ziplocs, stick them in a dedicated case in your suitcase. Um, whether you're carrying them on or you're um, sending them through, give them their own space. That way they can find the the thing that they want to search quickly and they have a clear place to put everything back into. So they maybe will make less of a mess of your suitcase. And I do say maybe. Um, Also know what you have in there. Mm -hmm. If you, if you have to make a checklist, make a checklist. Although I will say that um, claims for lost items are not easy because proving that it was them and not the airport that broke something or lost something, proving who did the damage is almost impossible. (laughs) So it's very difficult. Um, And so think twice before traveling with something that you have to send through that's very expensive. Check with your insurance company whether you can cover it on the insurance. And I know that sounds funny, but it's worth doing. Especially, as you said, if it's, if it's something expensive. Yeah. Know the laws in the country you're going to. I cannot tell you how many people travel with a knife-for-knife knife play into England just to lose it because the size of knife that's legal in England is very small. So if you're traveling with a larger knife for effect, right, um, you'll lose it because you can't bring that into the country. So look and make sure you know what the prohibitive items are in any country you're going to. Uh, When we went to Vietnam uh, in 2006, they confiscated a racy book that I had with me. Sorry, 1996, not 2006. They confiscated a racy book I had with me. Um, They accidentally wiped film from Thailand in the video camera when they viewed it because they have really strict rules about pornography. So anything they thought suggested pornography was a problem and I'm not sure what the situation is with sex toys, but you need to check it. If you're going somewhere, don't assume in any way, make sure you check it out. And if you can't find an answer, see if you can find an official to ask. Um, can, can I say something real quick? Yep. For people who are from certain countries, I, I can't be more clear. Check your privilege. Just because you're an American, they don't have to accept what you bring. 
That's right. And, and, um, and we'll talk more about this after the break. But, I mean, it's important to know, not only don't they have to accept it. I mean, they, they can make random decisions and, and customs agents sometimes do. Most people aren't used to being searched coming into a country. But when you go to Vietnam, you're searched on the way in. Um, because they want to make sure that you're not bringing anything in that will disturb their populace, right? Um, and if they make a decision, they make a decision. Getting in an argument with them is pointless and also dangerous. And a lot of times Americans don't realize that and they'll be very bullshy and, and find themselves in a jail cell. It's not what you want in those situations. Usually there's a way you can keep your things and, and you have to pay for the storage of them and get them on your way out. But not always. Sometimes you just lose stuff. Um, like I said, I lost a couple of books going into Vietnam. And we lost videotape because they ruined it. Um, uh, I don't know what would have happened if I'd had dildos and vibrators in, in the suitcase. I have no idea. And this was my checked luggage, not my hand luggage. They checked through everything. You picked up your luggage, and then you went to the station to be checked. Okay, so we'll be back in a couple of minutes after some words from our sponsors to talk a bit more about traveling with stuff and what to travel with and what not to and think about it. Um, I'll give you some tips about some places that are clear that you can't have certain things. And then we will move on to talk about sex tourism. See you in a couple of minutes. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access all the time. Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has a mobile app for iOS, Android, or Amazon Kindle. Visit the Apple App Store, Amazon, or Google Play to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. This is the A to Z of sex featuring Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. We know you have questions. We welcome you to call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Feeling a bit shy? It's okay. Dr. Lori Beth loves to read your emails too. Send them to Lori Beth at drloribethbisbee.com. Now, more of the A to Z of sex. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the A to Z of sex with me, Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. And this is T is for toys and travel and tourism. And my husband has joined me for this episode. And this is part two. So we were talking about toys before. Um, and um, some sex educators actually put notes in with their toys for TSA. Um, so like something that says, yeah, this really is a dildo. I'm using it for teaching. You know, here's my business card. Thank you for the job you do. You know, <laughs> I hope you, I hope this gives you a laugh or whatever. Something that is like very clear 
So there's no questions. Um, always take out the batteries if you can. Sometimes you can have um, some of the rechargeable sex toys have a lock feature so that it doesn't go on automatically. So use the lock feature. Um, toys that you can get with USB plugs will make your life easier because, you know, otherwise you end up with the wrong plug and having to find an adapter. So anything that you can get with USB plugs, and there are actually lots of specific vibrators and sex toys that are made for travel. For example, the um, uh, travel version of the Womanizer, there is an, a, a I think it's the freedom. I'm going to check, but it is there is a specific version that is made just for travel. Yes, uh, um, there's the Satisfier Pro uh, Traveler, which again is a specific one that's just for travel. Um, Womanizer has a lipstick vibrator, which is small. Again, easy. Throw it in in your purse. Crave has a, a vibrator necklace. It's a bullet necklace that you can wear around your neck. Um, so there are lots. Dame has a small rechargeable bullet. Find a re, um, ones that are small and ones that um, are USB powered and have uh, so that they can plug into the rest of your equipment. Now, I would make one comment, which is that I wish that they would make standard charging things like, you know, like a mini USB is a standard charging connection for vibrators. They don't. Um, each company has their own magnetic charger and they don't necessarily work with each other. It's a quick way to short out your toy by trying to use another company's charger charging lead with your with your to with a different toy. So um, make sure you've got all your cords. Um, do pack your cords separately. Um, and we were talking about laws before. Um, so the UAE has restrictions on pornography. And sex toys are included in pornography. So you need to be careful because that is, is a way that it might be interpreted. You can find yourself in great difficulty. So always check the laws, as I said before, of the country you're going to before you go. And don't forget the lube. And if you're trying to travel with only um, carry-on luggage, remember that lube is a liquid. And so it has to be under 100 mil, mil and it's got to be able to fit in that little pouch. So if you want, um, you can, there are little packages of lube that are great for something like that because they're thin. So you can get a lot of them along with the extra stuff that you're carrying in that little plastic bag. Um, but remember it is a liquid. So if you put a big bottle of really fancy lube, you're in difficulty. Um, and besides, if you put a big bottle of fancy lube in there, they're going to look at you really strange that you need a big bottle. Yeah, they may do, but, you know, who cares? Um, definitely leave a note. It, and do, 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 please, please, please. Put them in a separate bag. And I, and I suggest something that's clear so they can see it. So when they're looking for the thing they were seeing on the x-ray, they can see it and they take that out. So maybe they don't mess the rest of your suitcase up because that's always an issue. Um, some people suggest carrying toys that aren't super obviously sex toys, but who cares, right? I mean, it's nobody's business. It shouldn't be an issue if you that you're going to embarrass them. And you shouldn't be embarrassed either. And it's something to practice about being really comfortable and being um, really together about what it is that you're bringing with you. So if somebody asks you, you can answer them. Of course, if you're traveling, you should remember that if you're going to be in a hotel, you don't know how thin the walls are going to be, so you might want to make sure you bring quieter toys. Don't get to know your roommates. Or get to know your roommates. <laughs> but, 
They're not roommates. They're in the hotel room next door. Um, Some people recommend doing things like bringing an erotic massage oil candle. I need to remind you that many, 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 many hotels do not allow smoking of any kind. And a lit flame, even if it's a candle, can get you in a great deal of difficulty and paying a huge fine, which is not something you want. Um, If you want to have the... um, Ambiance, yeah. If you want the ambiance, try one of the electric ones. But um, I would not take the risk unless you're prepared to pay whatever it is. Also, do remember that condoms, the quality varies and the size varies greatly from country to country. So, bring a variety pack. If you're single and you're planning on having sex with people that you don't know, make sure you bring a variety pack that has different sizes and brands. If you have your own favorite brands, make sure to pack them because you're not necessarily going to be able to get that Um, or anything like it. Don't forget your toy cleaner either. And again, that's something you're going to have to pack in the suitcase. Okay, so jewelry. I knew I forgot something. That's why I was looking there. So um, collars is also an issue. Any locked on jewelry is an issue with TSA. I was so grateful when the um, many airports adopted the full body scanner because you no longer had to take your your jewelry off. Um, Up until that point, discussions with TSA agents always got very interesting. Know that if you wear a locked collar, you might want to talk to the person who's locked it and have permission to take it off. And I would advise, if that's the case, that you take it off before you get in the queue. Not only is it a hassle to have to do it there, but you're highly likely to get probing and intrusive questions that you may not want to answer. I always used to say it's my wedding ring and I don't take it off. Um, hey, that worked really good for a long time. It did. I mean, sometimes people did insist that I took it off. But for the most part, it was interesting. Female agents used to look at me funny and be difficult. But a lot of the guys got it. And it was like, yeah, yeah, okay, we get it. Go ahead. You know, it, they can raise a ruckus. And I do need to remind you yet again, I know we've said this a couple of times, You don't want to get into it with these folks. They have the power to arrest. They have the power to strip search you. I know that sounds fun to some people, but actually the way they do it is not a lot of fun. (laughs) So you really want to be remembering that um, any sort of entitlement that you have, any sort of feelings, uh, um, you know, that you want to educate people, you don't want to be doing it with them. Unless you are prepared to be strip searched, potentially delayed, potentially um, arrested, you just don't, it just, I wouldn't go there. Hey, I almost got a date like that. <laughs> a female TSA agent who had scanned my luggage when I was going through, she was on her break and she saw me and she goes, if I ever see you again, I'm taking you into a room and I'm strip searching you. And she had the biggest smile on her face. Well, I mean, I guess that's one way to get a date. Um, But usually their strip searching is unfun. I know. You know, so I really, I mean, you know, I know a lot of people decide that they want to prove a point or they want to educate somebody. And I get it. I understand, you know. Wrong people to try to prove a point with. That's right. I mean, I, I, you know, I had the experience of I had my hair wrapped once when I went through and they decided that they needed to feel my head. Um, And as this person started to do it, um, one of the women from a little bit further away, a couple of counters, you know, of rows down said, no, no, leave her be because she identified it as a, to her, it was a religious thing. And so they could get criticized 
for doing it without asking certain questions. And, but it was one of those things. It was like, you know, I could have, I could have had a discussion with this guy, but he, he wanted to do what he wanted to do because he decided I might be carrying something under my head. You know, stay polite. Remember to stay polite, even when they're being assholes. Um, And if you want to go to an airport where the TSA folk are usually not only nice, but really funny, Portland, Oregon has a reputation, and I've been there a number of times, and it's always been the same, of friendly and amusing TSA agents. So, you know, they're not. hmm? It's Portland. I know, but, you know, it didn't have to be that way. Um, Okay. So if you've got questions, uh, please do either phone in or remember you can email in as well. Um, and they don't have to be about these issues per se. Any questions about sex and relationships that have come up and haven't been answered, you're welcome to ask. And we are happy to do our best to answer them. Okay. Um, Oh, and let's have a reminder about, uh, we were just about to go on rake, but um, we'll talk in the next segment about um, carrying drugs and alcohol with you. Often when people are packing their cases with toys, they tend to take their um, substances of choice, tends to be in the similar bag. So let's have a conversation briefly about that. And then we'll move on to sex tourism. We'll be back in a couple of minutes after some words from our sponsors. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health & Wellness. There is a difference in health and wellness programs. There can be mainstream programs, and then there is something extra. That something extra is called tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated with your host, Kristen Harper. If you want to hear some behind-the-scenes talk radio when it comes to health and wellness, the why as well as the how, be sure to tune in each week. This show will inspire you to be healthy and happy for life, as well as become the best version of yourself. Listen Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you ready to live to 100? Join Dr. Joe Casciani and his program that shows us that age is just a number. You can age with fresh and inspiring perspectives, whether it's staying physically fit or keeping mentally fit. With great stories, plenty of advice about successful aging, and brighter outlooks, you just might join those who are living to 100. The Living to 100 Club is broadcast live every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. This is the A to Z of Sex featuring Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. We know you have questions. We welcome you to call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Feeling a bit shy? It's okay. Dr. Lori Beth loves to read your emails too. Send them to Lori Beth at drlorybethbisbee.com. Now, more of the A to Z of Sex. Hey everyone, welcome back to the A to Z of Sex with me, Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. And today it is T is for toys, travel, and tourism. And I'm here with my husband and we're dealing at the moment with um, toys and travel. And before we move on to sex tourism, I wanted to just make mention that lots of people in countries or states where um, marijuana um, cannabis products um, are legal and um, where CBD oil is very prevalent will tend to pack stuff in 
you know, they pack entertainment in together with entertainment. Um, I want to remind you that even if it's legal in a state, it may not be legal to travel with it and it may not be legal to have it at the airport. And also remind you that many countries, not only is it not legal, but the penalties for bringing in marijuana are huge and high. Um, And so please, when you pack a toy bag to go traveling, if you don't have a separate little case of travel toys and things that you keep together, please, please, please go through your toy bag before you um, put it in the suitcase so you don't end up in a situation where you are either um, denied entry to a country or worse, um, incarcerated and denied entry to a country. Um, You know, you could find yourself incarcerated for a very long time, even for um, an amount of drugs that are just um, a user amount, clearly a user amount. I know lots of people have have had that as an issue. Okay, let's talk about sex tourism. Now, I don't know about you, TJ, but most of the sex tourism that most people talk about is tourism for men. True enough. And usually people talk about the negative aspects to sex tourism. Um, the most commonly talked about country is Thailand and um, the age of the people who are engaging in sex work in Thailand is um, often a huge issue, um, huge, huge issue. And so most of the time when people are talking about sex tourism, they're talking about trafficking. However, what you may not know is that female sex tourism is a thing. That women do um, go to countries uh, expecting to seek out sex. They go on sex tourism trips. More than 600,000 women a year which may not sound a lot when you think of the amount of people who travel per year, but actually that's quite a substantial number of women going specifically for sex tourism. And that's about 5% of the total tourism by women tourists. Pretty amazing, huh? Well, you can see that it's a trend that's starting to go up because let's face it, a lot of times a guy does that because they don't want the hassle of being told no. Mm. A professional is not going to tell you no. They're going to give you a menu of prices. Well, it's interesting because um, female sex tourism, like when men, when men go for sex tourism, um, they often are going for just the sex. You know, they're not going to look for a companion to to travel with them and have sex with them. Um, you know, I mean, I, I okay, it, it, when men have escorts near home, sometimes they will, you know, they want the girlfriend experience. They'll take someone out to dinner. They'll, you know, go to a show. They'll have a companion join them at a, at a party or something, and then they'll have sex with them. But a lot of the time when people go on a sex tourism, tourism jaunt, they are looking for just sex. But women sex tourists tend to want romance and sex. So they do want to be taken out to dinner or go out dancing and then have sex. They want that more kind of normalized experience. They want what we would call the gigolo experience. Well, yeah, it's more of a boyfriend experience, actually. You know, it's That's that. kind of what a gigolo is. Yeah. So it's... Um, Tendency is for women to be between ages 30 and 50, though why they're limiting it to 50, I don't know. I think they're just surveying the wrong people. Um, And there are quite a few destinations. Now, one of the things I found when I was researching this that was interesting was one of the top sex tourism destinations is the Dominican Republic. Did you know that? Yep. Prostitution is legal there. 
So there are um, male and female prostitutes working there perfectly legally. Uh, and so you have access to wonderful sex and um, gorgeous beaches. So that's what the, the, the sale is for, for going to the Dominican Republic. Who knew? It's also quite an affordable country for a holiday. And there's um, a lot of diversity. There's a lot of people from all sorts of different countries. Um, and so it tends to make things more excited. I also found interesting alongside of um, the Dominican Republic being a haven for sex tourists, it's also one of the highest honeymoon spots. So I'm not sure what that says. <laughs> um, it's just romantic. You've got, you've got the beach, you've got the sun, you've got the sea. It's a, it's a beautiful place. And beautiful things get to happen in a beautiful place. Well, then the Thailand as the next sort of destination is also a destination that's popular for women now. But the problems with Thailand are... are um, are more difficult. Um, underage is a real issue in Thailand with sex workers. So it, it's definitely an area in which you need to take care. I found it, find it interesting how much the Thai will tolerate pro prostitution and how much they tolerate all sorts of different life, uh, sexual lifestyles. And yet, um, it's not legal there. Well, it, it's, it's that kind of thing that they allow it in those places that they know tourists will flock to because it brings money into their country. Well, and, and, and the sex industry is, is pretty organized. Um, and there are a lot of people who choose to engage in as sex workers because they can make a lot of money. Yes. And I think if you were to check, you, you'll find out that you are warned very stringently by the locals. Don't go out into the villages trying that stuff because uh, you'll get your feelings hurt. They don't expect that behavior there. They expect it where they allow it, they don't want to see it anywhere else. Mm -hmm. And they're having, having been in the military and having been in those places, I can tell you very honestly, the locals are very upfront about telling you not here. Um, and then we've got places that I wouldn't have thought about. I mean, I, okay, no, I, what I would have thought about is the Netherlands. Um, and, of course, in Amsterdam, the red light district is quite obvious and clear. Um, and there's all sorts of sexual activities there, from peep shows to striptease clubs. Uh, there's lots of kink and fetish attractions there as well and the prostitutes, and it is legal and well-regulated. And female sex tourism is accepted there as much as it is, as is male. There's no issue. I was rather surprised to, to hear that the Gambia and Senegal are to countries where there a lot of female sex tourism happens. <laughs> um, there actually is a skit on Saturday Night Live that they they poke fun at the tourism that goes on in those places for women. Well, I would I would um, be really clear and. Um, tell you to be really careful if you're going to the Gambia and you're attracted to maybe having some sexual experiences there as a fling, 
um, more than 50% of that population is under 18 years old. That's enough said. I don't need to say anything else. (laughs) So I would be really careful and think about it uh, very carefully before you engage there. Because you need to be quite careful. I I will say that, as I said, you know, having been in the military, one of the things we actually learned to do, usually passed on by the those who had been there before, was if you're not sure, ask the bartender. Hmm. They do know, and they will. T- if you ask them, they will tell you. They will go, not that one, not that one, that one there, because. That's their money. They know that they will get a very nice tip if they keep you from being arrested. Okay, so we are at the end of this segment. Um, And when we come back, we'll finish with some cautions about sex tourism and a little talk about um, some of the seedier side. And then um, also I want to take the opportunity to uh, tell you about some things that are going to be happening in the new year. And so we will be back after a word from our sponsors in a couple of minutes. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. We're with you wherever Alexa and Google are. At home, in the car, on your smart TV, and your connected devices. Hey, Alexa. Hey, Google. Play my favorite Voice America podcast on TuneIn. It's just that easy. But make sure you actually mention the name of the podcast show to make it work. Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins looks at how natural healing and biological dentistry can safely and effectively treat most health problems. You'll hear about the innovations in both traditional and alternative medicine therapies with doctors and dentists, along with discussions with chiropractors, medical experts, homeopaths, naturopaths, and energetic healers. It's great to have all the best information in one place. And Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins brings it all together. Listen Thursdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America. America Health and Wellness. We're on the pulse of the world with great shows and hosts. The Voice America Health and Wellness Channel is also on Twitter. We've got ideas to keep you healthy, breaking health news, and more. Follow us on Twitter at Voice AM Health. That's at Voice AM Health. is the A to Z of sex featuring Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. We know you have questions. We welcome you to call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Feeling a bit shy? It's okay. Dr. Lori Beth loves to read your emails too. Send them to Lori Beth at drlorybethbisbee.com. Now, more of the A to Z of sex. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the A to Z of Sex with me, Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. And this week it is toys, travel, and tourism. And I am here with my husband. And it is the fourth segment, the last segment this week. So we were talking about sex tourism. And I think it's important to, to, to realize that this is actually divided normally in a number of different groups. Um, so there's... Sex tourism, that's prostitution. 
Um, and then there are mail order brides as well, which is sex tourism. Um, and, and then you've got things like casual encounters and romance included under there as well. It's important to know that there's a spectrum from commercial to non-commercial, and then there's from voluntary to exploited. Um, and sometimes it's not easy to know whether it's voluntary or exploited. So, I mean, they talk about the fact that um, part of the reason that sex tourism developed in Thailand was because of, it started really in the military activity during the Second World War. But there's a lot of places where people are not truly consensually choosing to become sex workers. So it's something that is important to be looking at and considering um, if you are going to travel and take advantage of what is there. Um, some writers point out that if the Netherlands decided, for example, to um, make prostitution illegal, that their tourism industry would take a huge hit and so would their economy. Okay. Um, did you have any further remarks on that? Um, it's it, it really just comes down to when you travel, know what it is you're looking for. Know, know what the, the laws are about what you're looking for. Because there are a lot of times that things are allowed that, as you said, aren't legal. They're oh. allowed, but it's not legal. So if somebody wants to make a big deal about it, they can. Oh, and the other part of that is, um, and health and safety are, you know, really important. Yes. Right? Um, you need to protect your health. So that means condoms and barriers, you know, condoms and dental dams. That means these days to think before you kiss somebody. And, you know... Also, be sure that what you're getting is what you want. Because as some friends of mine found out the hard way in the Philippines, that good-looking young lady isn't a lady. So yeah. there are the things that you normally wouldn't do when you go out looking for sex on your own, say in the United States, you're going to find that you have to do in some places because that's to them. That's just the way things are. Yeah. So it, you can't get mad if you find out because they figured you knew. Yeah. Okay. So um, next week, I'm not sure if I'm live because it's Christmas Eve, so we'll see. Um, if I can manage to do it, I will be live. But if not, you will have one of my reruns. Um, and certainly the following week is New Year's Eve, so we will then be looking at 2021. So you will see me in 2021. And there's some great things going on in 2021. At the end of January, the 29th to the 31st, I am doing a two and a half day live virtual event, which is called the A to Z of Sex Live. There's entertainment on the Friday nights, a cocktail party on the Saturday night. We're doing an online game of Cards Against Humanity, and we may well also have a dancer if I can sort that out. On the Saturday, we are doing a deep dive into desire, and we are looking at... Um, relationship styles and what might suit you best on the Sunday morning. We're having a brunch and there will be book reviews and movie reviews and toy reviews from my toy testing panel, which should be a lot of fun. Um, there will be a luxury toy given away at that brunch and a number of other prizes. And there will be prizes for the Saturday night 
game of Cards Against Humanity as well. And finally, um, I've uh, a special guest on the Sunday afternoon, and then we will end the day with action planning after doing an A to Z of kink, BDSM, and consensual non-monogamy. So action planning for how you want to go on to make 2021 the best year ever for you, for your relationships. 2020 has been a hard year for lots of people. So in 2021, in this area of our lives, let the focus be on getting that relationship or relationships that you truly desire, the ones that suit you best, revamping the ones that you're in so that you are having as much joy as possible and as much connection as possible. So in case I am not live next week, I want to take this opportunity to wish you an amazing set of holidays and a brilliant new year and to tell you I am looking forward to being back with you again in 2021 and making this our best year yet. Please head over to drlauribethbisbee.com and join the list so that you're well apprised of all the different classes that we've got going on between January and June of 2021 and all the different events that there will be. Um, and uh, if you've got questions, email me at lauribeth at drlauribethbisbee.com and I will answer them. Guests that you think should be on the show, please recommend them. Topics you want covered, also email me and recommend those topics. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Dr. Bisbee and on TikTok at Lori Beth UK. Have a brilliant holiday season. Make it hot, make it sexy. Most of all, please, please, please keep safe. And thank you, TJ, for joining me today. Hey, anytime. So we will see you all in 2021 with loads of hot new content. We hope you learned something today. But if you have more questions, go ahead and email them to LoriBeth at DrLoriBethBisbee.com. Then be here next Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of the A to Z of Sex with Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee on Voice America Health and Wellness. See you next week.